Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to season two of the Women in Weightlifting podcast. Jess and I are joined tonight by Layla Cook, who is the 55 kilo junior national champion. So welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> so Layla, uh, congrats on winning the winning junior nationals in Detroit. Uh, it's quite the quite the achievement. So congrats. Thank you. It was super fun. <laughs> um. And you're, we were just talking off screen that you're kind of prepping for the Pan Am championships. Yeah, I have junior Pan Ams. I actually leave in like three days um, and I compete in about five days in Mexico. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. Nice. Wow, that should be awesome. Are you like, are you ready? Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I've never been to Mexico before, so it's really cool in that aspect. And then also I'm just really excited to compete because um, I've been working really hard leading up to this. So I want to just have a nice, just have like a solid meet and see what I can do. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's quite the, quite the showcase that it should be. I mean, I don't know in the junior ranks kind of where your total places you in, in the Pan American juniors, but I mean, what's the expectation? Um, so they had the rescheduled 2020 uh, Junior Pan Am Championships back in July. And so I did that and I placed fifth in that and I didn't have the best meet, but I was still like really excited to go there and excited to learn and everything. Um, and they haven't given us like a final start list or anything right now. I'm just hoping to get my total up and have a good meet. And yeah. What'd you, what'd you you hope for? I totaled 169 at the last Pan Ams. What'd you total at, at nationals? 172. Okay. Yeah, that altitude in Colombia kind of took me out. I wasn't prepared for that. Oh, I yeah. How did it affect that. you? I had a really bad migraine for like a wow. couple days. Um, and so that was pretty rough. And overall, I was just really fatigued and out of it essentially. So it was just kind of like a learning curve of like, okay, this is something I need to consider going forward when I have a meet yeah. um, somewhere else. So, well, where you're sure. are you in Guadalajara? Where are you at in Mexico? Yeah, it'll be in Guadalajara. Okay, so that's not you shouldn't run into the altitude problem there. So. Yeah, I think it's like five thousand feet, so it's not as bad as Colombia, um, where we were in in Colombia, but it's more than here but it should be okay I'm like prepared now <laughs> yeah well and I know you're in Phoenix right now but where are you where are you from um so I moved out to the Phoenix area when I was like 14 I'm originally from Chicago um so I grew up in Chicago and then I moved out here my freshman year of high school um and I go to school out here now now that I'm in college so yeah. all right so as you know I'm in Phoenix so where'd you go to, where'd yeah. you go to high school I went to Hamilton um Oh. down in Chandler you're fancy <laughs> it wasn't all that fancy <laughs> I don't know what any of that means but okay Hamilton <laughs> is one of the top rated football programs in this in the country on any given year okay so that, right okay. they're almost always like top 25 high school football teams in the country yeah they were yeah they're one of the top football programs them in Chandler high school which was like right up the street yeah, it's kind of bananas. And then yeah, it gets but, insane. <laughs> so now you're you're at ASU, right? Yes. And what are you what are you studying? 
I'm studying kinesiology. Um, so that's based out of the downtown campus, but I'm kind of split between both the Tempe and downtown campus in terms of like um, where I take my classes at. Um, yeah, it's really what? cool to study kinesiology there because I want to go down the route of strength and conditioning. And I feel like ASU, it's like so big that there's so many connections that you can make and like different opportunities. So I'm glad I chose to go to ASU. Well, yeah, I mean, ASU's got what, 60 something thousand students. I mean, it's just enormous. Yeah, it's massive. Um, I'm a law, as we talked about, I'm a law professor at ASU. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm on, on the downtown campus all the time, which is kind of nice because downtown's a small campus, but you're still part of the ASU system. But at least you're not out in Tempe where it's its own city. So tell us, how did you get into weightlifting? Um, so I got into weightlifting because my dad was a weightlifter and strength and conditioning coach. Um, he lifted back in like the 90s and he competed nationally a couple times, but wasn't like super serious about it. Um, so then for his career, he went down the strength and conditioning route and opened up his own facility. So he had PT and strength and conditioning. Um, so I just kind of grew up in that environment of always having just stuff around me, equipment around me that I could learn to do things and just mess around with. Um, and my dad eventually, as I got older, taught me how to like squat and deadlift and overhead press and stuff like that. Um, and then one summer we lived in Long Beach, California. Um, my dad was doing continuing education at UCLA. So we had rented an apartment out there and I had trained at Waxmanship when he was in LA. Um, I only went there like once a week with my dad, but it was just super cool to see all the other lifters there lifting. And I was like, oh, there's a ton of other like girls here lifting and they were really cool. And I thought that it was awesome. Um, so then eventually when I was like 14, 15, I decided, okay, I kind of want to do this and compete in it. Um, and yeah, I just started focusing on that. And then I started focusing on it more, more recently, um, and really pushing forward. Like, this is what I want to do. This is something I want to be really good at. Well, I think, I think you've achieved that goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not like super satisfied yet but I've got ways to go I'm pretty no nice. I mean I'm not saying you're done or anything <laughs> but I'm just saying you know if you if the goal is to be good at the sport you've achieved that thank uh, you so when did you when did you start competing I started competing when I was 15 so that would be four years ago oh so do, when do you turn 20 I turned 20 in January so you have another year as a wow. junior. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's really nice. My birthday is like at the beginning of January too. So I have the whole year wow. that I'm 20. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was anticipating, I mean, just because I didn't know any better that you were, you know, would, were probably in your last year as a junior. But if you've got another full year as a junior, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> so what, I mean, what are the junior records for like 55s? That's a good question because I know Katie just broke some of them because <laughs> she's so uh, good. Oh, that's, yeah. that's true. Yeah, Katie broke not only the youth records, but she broke all the junior records too, didn't she? Yeah, I think she did. 
So it's so, changing 89 and 109. Yeah. 89 and 109. So she yeah. still didn't do a double body weight clean and jerk. Yeah. She'll get there though. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. She'll do that next month. She'll, yeah. Well, yeah. So we had Katie on the we had Katie on the show what a month ago? And she was like, Oh, I don't know if I'd be able to break the record at at worlds but i i'm you know I'm, my goal is to do it in december at like the the pan ams i'm like oh cool and then she just destroyed it at worlds i'm like she crushed wow. it wow yeah that is super impressive yeah so yeah mm-hmm. super cool anyway um like what is what is the plan for you in terms of like where we where, where do you go from here um in terms of like weightlifting yeah yeah um I just want to keep improving my total, which luckily I've been able to do that pretty consistently um, and just see how high I can push it basically. And I really want to qualify for junior worlds for 2022. Um, So this upcoming junior Pan Ams and then American Open finals would be the last meet that I would be able to do that at. Um, And I just want to bring what I've been doing in training onto the competition platform and see how that goes. So go ahead, Jess. Do you know what you need to hit? Um, so I know the NRS percentage is based off 197 and okay. my goal is to be closer to like 185. 183 is like the minimum that would probably still be okay um yeah but okay basically just as high, hit it as high of a total as i can i guess we believe in you <laughs> so what are your what are your current bests um so in training i've snatched 78 and i've clean and jerked 100 um and that's been within the last couple weeks um i've seen a lot of improvement awesome. since junior nationals which is like it's like kind of surprising me but at the same time I'm like I've definitely been working a lot harder um this past training block so I'm really excited to see what I can do next week and then also in the coming months yeah I mean nothing That's like awesome. su- su- success begetting success you know it's like <laughs> you were successful at, pan- or at, at um nationals so it's like all right well it inspires you to train harder right yeah so and you have time yeah, and it's to- nice to know that if you dial it in a bit you can be like even better yeah yeah pan ams junior pan ams in july like really kind of pushed me to want to do a whole lot better like after nationals i was like okay this is really cool i want to keep this going um and then pan ams i didn't have the greatest meet and i was like okay i really gotta take everything more seriously and work a lot harder if I want to be good at this so that's what I've been doing and I'm working towards getting more balance between like school and work and lifting and everything so that I can uh go for my lifting goals by the end of this year so what are you a sophomore in college then yes this is my second year at ASU oh very good so what is your favorite moment from competition that's a good question um so my second attempt at nationals, I made the lift and that secured me gold for my clean and jerk and in the total. 
Um, my dad was there at the meet with me and he was kind of my coach for that meet. Um, so he was like super excited when I did that and I could see that. He gave me like a high five and everything. And he was like so happy. And just that was really, I really loved that moment because like not only did I win nationals, that was really cool, but also like seeing my dad that happy, like he was such wow. a big part of my career that, yeah, it was so cool seeing him happy like that. Super cool. Who, who's your coach normally? My dad. <laughs> it's just sometimes he doesn't go to all of my meets if he has like work and other stuff. So some of his buddies will like step in and be like my meet coaches, but he actually went to nationals. And so that was really cool for him to be able to see that. So where do you, where do you train? My garage. <laughs> yeah. We, so do you live um, at home? Yeah, I do live at home. It was just a lot more affordable to live at home while being in college and rent around the um, campus was ridiculous. <laughs> so I couldn't get in anywhere. Um, but I was like, you know, it's okay. Home isn't too far away from school. It would just make more sense to live there because I train there also. Um, so yeah, I live at home. I train at home in my garage. A lot of the equipment that I use is from my dad's facilities that he had in Chicago. Um, yeah, that's how I train. So wh wh where do you guys live in the Valley? Just generally not like address, but where do you live? <laughs> South Chandler. Oh, I was, I was going to say, you're welcome to come up and train at the house sometime if you want to, but South Chandler is basically North Tucson. I mean, you might as well be yeah, it's, way out there. <laughs> it's quite a drive from school, which is probably the most annoying part. Yeah, especially when I have like morning classes and I have to drive in rush hour traffic. <laughs> That's like an hour drive to issue during rush hour, I assume. Yeah, I usually leave the house like an hour and 15 minutes if I have to go downtown. Um, like I leave an hour and 15 minutes early um, because I also did not get a parking pass for downtown because um, <laughs> I'm on a wait list because they sold out too fast. Um, so I try to get like the metered parking or there's like a lot that you can park in and just pay for the day and be mm -hmm. done with it. But yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It kind of like the first week of school kind of freaked me out because I didn't think about all of that. I thought like, oh, I'll just get down there like five minutes before my It'll class be starts and find parking. No, it didn't <laughs> work like that. I, I, I love ASU dearly. But they put about as much thought into the parking structure as, like, <clears throat> I can't even find a useful analogy. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's no parking downtown next to mm -hmm. ASU. And so they have, like, yeah. three metered spots and a dirt lot, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know how, like, city people deal with that. I'm used to Tennessee where, like, I never had to think about parking ever in my life. And now you go to Philly and it's like, I don't want to leave my house after five because I have a good parking spot. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there, I saw a friend who lives in Boston and he was talking about getting a car. And he was like, it's, it's not the car that's the problem. It's the fact that I have to pay $1,000 a month to park the damn thing. Exactly, like, yeah. You've got to be kidding me. And in, but Phoenix... Space is not really at a premium. So it's not really, that's not the problem. It's just poorly thought out. 
So I, I know you said you wanted to do like strength and conditioning stuff after graduation. What do you what do you have any idea what you want to do? Um, I it would be really cool if I could work with the professional team. I think like the NFL would be it's you have to work a lot to get there, but that would be super cool. Um, or just a collegiate program like a D1 school would be awesome as well. I'm volunteering right fan? now. I like yeah, I'm a Bears fan. So I'm from okay. Chicago. So okay. yeah, they're the Bears, but <laughs> I'm volunteering right now with ASU Sports Performance. So I'm kind of getting some experience in there and I'll be interning with them next semester. So I'm really looking forward to nice. that. Yeah. What is it like? How, how many days a week are you training? What does an average day look like for you? So I train six days a week right now, and usually Sunday is my rest day and my productive day and everything I need to do to catch up um, before the start of the next week. Um, an average day, it really depends on when I have my classes. I try to fit my training around that. So sometimes I'll have to split it up in like morning and afternoon or wake up super early in the morning and do everything then and then go to school and work. Um, yeah, my schedule's a bit packed each day um, just because I have classes every single day also. Um, then I work three days a week. So trying to just, it's like Tetris, trying to figure out my schedule. That's crazy. How long are you in the gym every day? When I have one training session in the day, it's about three hours just because I like to take my time. <laughs> um and if there's two training sessions, they're usually about like two and a half hours each around there. I get kind of distracted because like it's at home for me. So, you know, if like my sister wants to come in the garage and talk to me, like <laughs> I'll get distracted with that. Um, and it'll take me longer to do things. But how do you have just one sister? Or how, how many siblings do you have? I have two younger sisters. They're both in high school right now, but we all live at home together. So it's like, it's pretty fun, honestly, <laughs> but it gets chaotic. No, do, they, do they train with you too, or is it just you? No, it's just me. They, my dad tried to introduce them to it and taught them like the basics and they just didn't want to do it. So he didn't force it on them. He was like, okay, that's, that's fine. Now, did you ever do any other athletics in high school or anything, or was this just, just weightlifting? Um, in high school, I just did weightlifting. I used to do competitive uh, short track speed skating when I lived in Chicago because they have like ice rinks everywhere there. Um, so I did that for a really long time. And I think I quit when wow. I was like 12 or 13. Um, and then I started focusing more on weightlifting. Um, and then like before that, like I just did a bunch of sports here and there. Like when you're like a little kid and you try out soccer and volleyball and everything. But yeah, I've kind of been in sports my whole life. I've heard of speed skating, obviously in the Olympics, but I've never been like, never known anyone who's actually done it outside of that. Yeah, it's definitely pretty small. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was kind of scary to me because I didn't like the blades. Because <laughs> yeah. I was always like scared that I was gonna get cut because I like saw people get cut. And it's definitely like a very real thing that can happen. So that kind really? of 
freaked me out. Yeah, the blades are like super long. They're like, I want to say like 14 inches long. They're really like a lot of accidents too, right? Yeah. That's why they have like the crash pads on the side of the ice rink. So that like when you fly into the wall, like there's a mat there, but you're still probably going to get pretty hurt. Crazy. Okay, so when you say short track, how 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 long is a short track? So short track is like a normal ice rink, um, and it's a hundred meters. I, I, I live in Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a hundred meters okay. is short track, and then there's long track speed skating, which I never really got into because like the thing was like, oh, if you're tall, you do long track, and I'm not tall, so I never bothered with that. And there's only like. I think only four like long tracks in the country, I want to say, but that's like the size of an, like track, like track and field track. So that's like 400 meters. Wow. Where, yeah. Where, other than like Lake Placid, where would they have a 400 meter? <laughs> I want to say Minnesota, probably. <laughs> like just, just guessing cold states. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like Minnesota, like they have a three mile one. Michigan. <laughs> I, that yeah of all the like random sports to like hey this is what i'm gonna go do let's do speed skating so yeah it's definitely like not very much heard of you don't meet a lot of people that do it um but it was it was pretty cool it was just scary for me because i didn't like flying into the wall <laughs> yeah for sure see why we want to avoid that as a yeah joke. <laughs> oh you mentioned like you're not very tall how, how tall are you I am like five feet tall. I'm like five foot and like half an inch at best. Me, <laughs> me too, Layla, me too. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of standard size for a 55. Yeah. So. I always say I'm five one with shoes on. Maybe if they yeah. have <laughs> heels. <laughs> Jess gets to measure her hair. So she's like, you know, five eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where do you where do you sit at for weight? Do you have to worry about that at all? So recently I haven't been able, I haven't like worried about it at all. Um because this past semester and even like over the summer and the end of last semester, I was sitting at like just above 55. Um I weighed in at nationals at like 5408. Okay. Oh wow. That was like, that was crazy. Cause I was like, I've, I haven't been this light since I was like 16. Um, like before I want to say like last year, right before the pandemic, I sat at like 57, but I, yeah, recently I've been sitting right at 55 for the most part. Huh. Why do you think that is? I mean, that's good. Probably because I'm running around a lot for like school and I'm like eating on the go and it's like sometimes it's just like snacks and stuff to hold me over until I get home um which I wish I didn't have to do that but it's just something yeah. I have to do but. all right well as I mentioned I love to talk about mindset so talk me through like your opening snatch at the um at youth national or uh, junior nationals so you're you have, you know, a, uh, you know, a fairly heavy opening snatch on the bar. How do you get in the mindset to go out and take the lift? For me personally, 
I have really bad anxiety and I overthink everything. And I've learned that when I overthink everything and when I get too much in my head, because that does tend to happen a lot, then I'll miss my opening snatch. Um, so for me, what works best is like, if I can just clear my head of everything, not think of anything while I'm warming up, while I'm headed out um, onto the platform, that works best for me. So I truthfully, my best meets, I don't think about anything. I just go out there and go through what I need to do. How are you able to clear your mind? Um, I really just have to get focused and not hyper fixate on things. Um, so if I tend to focus on like, oh, this feels really weird. I don't like the way that my snatches are feeling, or I don't like the way I'm catching it. Then that's where I start overthinking. So if I just go in and distract myself from that, but not completely get distracted, that tends to work best for me. So how are you, how are you, like, how are you in the back room? I like can be talkative, especially I feel like when I'm warming up for my clean and jerks and after I'm done with my snatches, I'm a lot more laid back, um, leading up to my snatches. I'm not like stone cold, but I'm definitely like just focused, not really talking a whole lot. We talk um, a lot about that particular, like the mindset between opening snatch and opening clean and jerk is mm -hmm. really different. And I, and I just heard me say this a number of times, but I'll say it again anyway. I mean, as a TO, you can feel it because like as <clears throat> soon as everybody gets their snatches in, especially if nobody bombed, um, but you know, so everybody's, everybody's got their snatches done. It's like, there's just a different feel. Everything is going to be okay. Um, and it doesn't matter what the rest of the competition does. Everybody's going to make it because everybody hit a snatch. Um, yeah. It's just like, you're just like relieved afterwards. Like, okay, I got that out of the way. Mm -hmm. like, let's just move on to clean and jerks now. Yeah, let's move on to the fun part. Yeah. Plus for me, like, I like the clean and jerks a lot better than snatches. So I'm like, okay, I just got to get snatches out of the way and then just do it. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. So have you, have you ever bombed out in a competition? I have not yet. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <for you. laughs> so I was announcing a session. There's a guy, and I can't remember his name, who has never missed his opening lift. Wow. And I mean, he opens it reasonable. It's not like he's opening it like 80%. He's opening it, right. you know, 90, 92% of his PR. He has never missed an opening attempt. Good for him. That could be yeah. the most impressive stat I have ever seen. <laughs> That's the one. Who cares about six for six, championships, whatever. <laughs> You're like, that man has never missed an opener. Like, <laughs> right. Wow. Um, and he's been you know, competing for like a decade, right? He's like, a, he's a master's, I think he's a master lifter now. I mean, and so it's actually kind of wildly impressive. Anyway, um, do you, what, do you listen to music in the gym? Do you listen to music on the platform? Um, so I don't listen to music on the platform. It's just like, if there's music playing, I'll listen to that. Um, and whether I listen to music in the gym depends because if I'm lifting in the morning, nobody in my house wants to be woken up. Like the sound of me dropping weights is already kind of a lot. So I'm like, let's be courteous and not blast music super early in the morning. 
What um, a good sister you are. <laughs> right? And my sister's bedroom wall is like right there. <laughs> yeah. So she she complains about it sometimes, but she's a good sport about it. I'll give her that. Um, and I mean, sometimes I'll play music in the afternoon, but if like somebody has a meeting or like a phone call that they need to make like in my family and that's going on inside, they'll be like, can you please turn your music off? So I kind of have gotten in the habit of just not playing music because I looked at home and I want to be nice to my family because they already have to put up with me dropping weight. So, so if you are listening, what do you listen? What do you listen to? Um, I just turn on Spotify playlists, like the Spotify workout playlists and just whatever plays plays. Cause um, I started to realize that if I like play music that I really enjoy, I'll like get in that too much or I'll be like, wait, I need to skip this song or I want to put this song on then. And then like, I totally get off track and then like a rest um, in between sets like becomes like 10 minutes of me just trying to pick a song. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, we were, I noticed on Apple Music the other day, they now have where you can choose a classic rock by year. Yeah. Uh, not by decade, but by year. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, <laughs> And then I realized that music in the 90s sucked. So I was like, right, well. <laughs> wow, Mark. So Fritz and I recently made a road trip. That's my boyfriend uh, up to Maine. And we, it was a six hour drive. So each hour we listened to a different decade of music. And we realized that we love 90s. So you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I was listening to classic rock and night and night from like 1991. And other than a couple of random Van Halen songs, I'm like, the rest of this music is kind of lame um, <laughs> as compared to like 80s which is the greatest decade for music ever well we did like 82nd so yeah there you go i mean it, it is pretty amazing anyway sorry Leigh. we just not get little uh, very short attention spans I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um all right so finish the sentence for me you know you're a weightlifter when blank when jeans don't fit <laughs> Yep. Yep. Skinny they jeans are it. a thing of the past. Yep. <laughs> Even the, uh, like, um, you know, the fit brand jeans still aren't great. They're just, me. yeah, they just like don't work. <laughs> like they're either like too big here, too tight here, whatever. Yep. I just like gave up. <laughs> and we're short, so we got to roll them up anyway. And it's like a whole thing. I was going to yeah. say anything that's like designed for your height is going to be cut so incorrectly for your weight. Yeah. That yep. Well, Layla, I do have to say, I just got a pair of 90s boyfriend mom jeans from American Eagle. They're size four shortcut and they fit. Ooh. So try those out. Okay. I'll have to try those because I really can't find a good pair of jeans. <laughs> There's a lot of qualifiers in there, but they're the one. All right. So two of those don't make sense to me. I know what mom cut jeans are, but how are boyfriend jeans mom cut jeans? So mom mom jeans are like they're higher waisted. Yeah, higher waisted. I know I I am but not then, a fashion. Oh, you know, okay. But the boyfriend jean is like a looser fit throughout the leg. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Layla, try them out. Will do. <laughs> yes, the, the mom jeans are back in style. I love them. I, it's hard not to. That's what I, I mean, that was like in style when I was in high school. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that look is like reminds me of glory days, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's always good. All right. So um, what is the hardest thing about weightlifting for you? The hardest thing about weightlifting for me is probably a lot of mindset stuff and just trying to stay positive all the time. Cause like bad days happen, like they're, uh, they just happen. They're unavoidable. Um, and just trying to move past that and not be so hard on yourself for me personally can be hard sometimes. Um, so that would be the hardest part because you can go in and train in whatever, like that's kind of, I don't want to say that's the easy part, um, but not letting your head affect yourself too much is probably the hardest part for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, anything that you do to try when that like negative self-talk comes. Um, I just try to focus on all the good things that have happened and like, okay, yeah, this day really sucked or like this meet was really bad and I didn't get what I want, but there's always tomorrow. There's always like the next meet. Plus I've already done, I've achieved these goals in the past, however many months so maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself yeah See, when I get in funks like that I always I have like a highlight reel that I've made myself of all like my made lifts and my really big squats so I just go back and watch those to give myself the boost I need do you have anything mm -hmm. like that yeah I kind of just I kind of just like scroll through my camera roll because I have like a photo album of just things that make me happy so like my dogs are in there, my friends are in there and like places that I've been to that are pretty, like those are in there. And then just like good lifting days or like lifts that I thought were really good. I put in yeah. there also. Awesome. Yeah, I mean that actually the highlight reel thing I think would be really kind of cool. Put it to music. Mm -hmm. So random thought for before we do the lightning round. Okay. A couple minutes before we have before we lose you to your you saw the thing. So did you see? There's this guy, and he posted something about um, that women weightlifters don't train hard enough to get strong. Huh? And I was like, <laughs> Who said that? Well, no. um, Laura Caggiano, her uh, who goes by it's, it's at Laura Cag C A G G. Um, who I think, I think she's actually working on a PhD in kinesiology. I mean, she's a pretty bright kid. Um, and she had posted something. I went and I tracked down this guy's podcast. And he does. He, say, he just says, point blank, yeah, women. And I think he's talking about bodybuilders. He's not talking about weightlifters. But he mm -hmm. says just, yeah, women who, women who lift weights don't train hard enough to get strong. And I wanted to issue a challenge to him and be like, I'll pick. I, I, I do a podcast called Women in Weightlifting. And I would challenge you that you couldn't do a week with any of my athletes. Yeah. With any woman that I've interviewed on this podcast, my guess is you would die within a week. Says you can't keep up. Yeah. Wow. That's and, crazy. And I was like, I mean, ugh. stuff like that just drives me nuts. Cause the guy's yeah. got like 200,000 followers. And I'm like, of course he oh, does. Boy. Yeah. Cause he's, you know, I haven't seen that. 
I'll see if I, I problem is I'm so bad at Instagram. I don't know yeah, how you to You probably shouldn't send it to me, Mark. It's okay. I don't want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> no, I'm, cause I, I'm actually serious. I'm like, what, and I was going to reach out to, I, I thought about Jess, I thought about you first, but you're still kind of broken. Um, but I was like, I bet you I can get Taylor to, cause I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll put a thousand bucks up. That says you can't keep up with, with one of my female athletes for yeah. a week. And by the way, I'll have a female coach doing the programming for her. So, you know, just make sure everything's fair. Right. Keep up with a weaker sex, right? Yeah. And watch him just cry. Cause and then I'll yeah. be like, see if you can keep up with Taylor Turner. Be Crush like, him. Crush his soul. Just destroy him. Because there's no, there's no way that as a percentage of body weight, there's no possibility he could keep up. No. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is, but no. I don't care who he is. <laughs> I mean, if you think about keeping up with like, one of you guys where you're, you know, your, your totals are pushing double body weight, clean and jerks. I mean, that's not a thing when you're a hundred kilos for most right. people, right. You know, for the elite elite athletes it is, but other than that, I mean, there's very few people that can put that up. So when you're talking about doing 85% of a double body weight, clean and jerk, you're not gonna be able to do that. Put them to shame. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, my, that's my little, my little rant. That was pissed. So I've got to. Red Mark, get pissed. Well, Stand I mean, up for us. <laughs> Fight the patriarchy. Fuck that guy. Sorry, Layla. Out. Mark, you should debate him. I mean, <laughs> be entertaining. Well, let me do that. Yeah, I'll, adjust <laughs> I'll debate him. No, I mean, I don't like to. I don't like to go in against. I, I don't like to debate people who are just coming completely. Un, I mean, like Idiot. outmatched. Yeah. I mean, all they could do is basically like rant. Like, all right, well, what science do you have to support your position, Doug? Like, you're, you know, let me, let me, let me go. We'll eliminate the Olympic athletes. I'm still any, anybody in the, anybody in an A session at a national event would destroy this guy. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. I'm ranting a little bit. Um, All right, Jess, you want to do our lightning round? Yes. Layla, are you ready for the lightning round? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So pick your favorite. Gotcha. Peanut butter or jelly? Peanut butter. Always. Smash yep. or clean and jerk? Clean and jerk. Competition makeup or no makeup? Competition makeup. Makeup. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Seltzer water or regular water? Regular water. Shorts or leggings? Leggings. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. Wrist wraps or knee sleeves? Knee sleeves. Alico or Rogue? I'm going to say Alico just because I train on Alico, but <laughs> I like both. <laughs> Nike or Adidas? Nike. Back squats or front squats? Back squats. Chips or cookies? Cookies. Okay, that's it. All right, so we have Still to have win. a lesson now about whether what is the, the makeup thing. What what makeup do you wear during competition? Um, I really only wear like mascara. Okay. Um, to be honest, like because I usually like don't get ready for anything. I just go as is anywhere I go. Um, so like no makeup usually. So like for me, it's just kind of like fun. Like why not? <laughs> yeah, that's most people's answers. Feel good, lift good, Mark. Exactly. 
I mean, I just, I, I find that particular question very interesting because it's like, <laughs> I, you know. At the beginning of the podcast, Layla, Mark didn't know that we actually wore makeup on the platform. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, just you don't wear makeup on the platform. Well, I don't. No, I don't because I'm dying in a sauna, but <laughs> I would if I had time. <laughs> I know, but I, like, I remember thinking like, it, it, like there are a couple people that wear like almost like full makeup on the platform. And I was like, wow. I mean, why, why would you do that? And then one of them said, well, you know, lift good, feel good, lift good. And so if your nails yeah. are done, you feel good, you lift better. And I'm like, solid theory. I, I mean, I, I, again, it's that mindset piece, right? How do you get in the right mindset to look well? Yeah. All right. So last question, and then I will let you get onto your, your, your USADA meeting. Um, what would you tell a beginner lifter you? So if you were going back and talking to 13, 14 year old Layla, what would you tell her? There's a lot of things I would tell her. I would probably tell her just enjoy being a kid, but also like go chase your dreams. Um, Cause like, I never really thought that like, oh, I could do weightlifting at a high level until I like got there. So I feel like I would want to tell younger me, just push at it, keep focusing on it, keep training and do what you want to do. Um, and you'll get there. Um, and I would just tell her, like, don't give up. Don't listen to what other people need to say and focus on your training. Don't get peer pressured into, like, going out with your friends when you know you need to train. Just <laughs> focus on what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty good, pretty wise words. Yeah. Wise words from Layla. All right. Well, Layla, thank you very much for joining us. I wish you the best of luck at uh, Junior Pan Ams and thank next you. week in five days. We'll be yeah. watching to see how you do. Thank you. Um, and then, we'll, are, you, are you planning on going to Denver? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, I thought you said you were. So we'll see you in Denver. I'm, I'll hopefully be doing the, uh, doing the A session there. And um, so we'll, we'll get to see you, see you at the American Open Finals uh, in December. Yeah, sure. Good luck, Layla. Thank you.